Welcome to the Main Menu ACB Conference and Convention 2014 Special Part 1. I'm your host David Tanner and we are pleased to have you with us on this first part of our special presentations from the ACB Conference and Convention in Las Vegas. On this portion we will have interviews from the Bureau of Engraving and Printing, Humanware, AI Squared, Guidelights and Gadgets, Sprint, Regal Entertainment, Envision America, and Duxbury. The main menu staff wants to give special thanks to Assistant Managing Director of ACB Radio, Jeff Bishop, and Mainstreamer Broadcaster, Brian McGowan, for their assistance in providing the interviews for this special from Main Menu. We hope you enjoy this broadcast and that you'll be watching for part two of the Main Menu specials from the ACB Conference and Convention 2014, coming up in the near future. Hello everyone and welcome. My name is Jeff Bishop. I'm here with Larry Turnbull and Don Haley. She's the Senior Advisor to the Director at the Bureau of Printing and Engraving. And we're here to talk about a very exciting new program that's being offered by the government for accessible currency readers. And I thought it would be a great idea to first have us go back and talk a little bit about why are we offering these and, and what brought us to this point. So Don, welcome. Well, thank you very much for having me. I really appreciate the opportunity. BEP issued a study back in 2009, and since then we've been working diligently to come up with what we call is our Meaningful Access Program. It consists of research and development for proposed raised tactile feature to be placed on currency in the future. And in the meantime, we have a on the back of the note a large numeral uh, for the low vision individuals that will be on all new denominations. And we've also established, which is really why we're here today, a free currency reader to all the ACB patrons that are here. We will be handing out currency readers at the booth today and all the way through the end of the conference. So it's really the kickoff of the free currency reader that denominates currency for the blind and visually impaired. Um, we're very excited about this program. It's a special offer to all the ACB um, patrons who are here at the convention, and we're looking forward to seeing everyone and getting the word out about the Currency Reader. Oh, that's great. Now, I had an opportunity yesterday to go down and obtain mine, and, great. and the process was very smooth. Uh, they handed me a card, just so that for people who are interested in, in knowing about this, they handed me a Braille card with some information on it and then a box. The box has some Braille information, a CD, and large print, right? Yes, it does. Yeah. And the currency reader already comes equipped with its AAA battery, all ready to go. There's the CD instructional ROM. People can also go to our website, BEP.gov, and there's an instructional video there that talks about how to use the, um, the currency reader. It has a speech mode, a vibration mode, and an auditory mode, and it also has three different volumes. 
so that your listeners know what they can um, expect when they get their currency reader. Oh, this is great. So this will also work for deafblind users as well. Yes, they can use the vibration mode. Excellent. Now, for those that are not here at the convention and are listening either on the ACB Radio convention streams or on ACB Radio's main menu, how can they get their own reader? Great. We're actually kicking off like I said, at the conference today, and then September of this year, anyone who is an NLS patron will be able to pre-order their currency reader, and they will be able to receive their currency reader through calling the call center number, and also in January 2015, we're going to proceed with the national rollout for individuals who are legal citizens. That's when we kick off the national rollout for the currency reader program. Okay. So now, in September, can they call their cooperating network library, or should they go through a special phone number? Actually, if they do the call center or BEP.gov, there's instructions on what they need to do. Um, if they're already the NLS patron, of course, then there's not a whole lot they um, have to do. They're already in their database, and then they pre-order, and it'll be shipped to them directly to their home. Okay. And we also are giving the regional libraries information. Some of them have requested readers, some haven't, so it's really up to the individual regional libraries. Got it. Okay. So probably the best bet would be to go to the website if you have ability to do that, right? BEP.gov. Okay. That's great. Can we describe the currency reader for users? Yes. It's a very small. It's very light. It's probably the size, even smaller than a credit card. I like to tell people that there's a, like a key ring at one side and you place the, the currency reader in the palm of your hand. So the key ring is located at the bottom and the raised flat service, the bill slot is on top. Okay. What you're going to do is insert the banknote into the slot under the raised surface. You put the short end of the note in, so that's important, short end, and then you press. 20. Ah, okay, very and good. And if you, it reads face and back. 20. It also has a vibration mode, it has a tone mode, it has speech volume, and in order to change it, there's two buttons on the, the long side of the reader. You hold one down, and then you push the other one, and it'll take you through the different modes, whichever one you prefer. It also has a speech, it has a low volume, a medium, and a lot of people say they like to use the medium volume, and then a high volume. Some people say they don't like the high volume because it is pretty loud. Right, sure. Okay. So what I just played was the medium volume. Yeah, that's pretty loud. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's pretty loud. Yeah, that's, that's great. And it's very light. You could just throw it in your shirt pocket or your purse and you're set. Now this is a little bit different than I have an iBill. This is actually the iBill, correct? Yes, that is the iBill okay. reader. Now this is different than, for those of you that may have purchased the iBill many years ago, this is a much different looking model of the iBill. Now, I'm sure if you've purchased an iBill recently, then you know, you're probably getting this model, unless this is specifically designed for you guys. No, in fact, some of your members have said that they have the older version, and this is their newer models, and it is, from my understanding, different from the older one. They prefer yeah. this new version. Yes, the older ones are much bigger. Okay, well, yeah, great. This bigger. one's a little bit it's small, mm -hmm. which is good. One of the questions that we often hear about with this program that we've seen on Twitter and mailing list is, what happens if I already bought an iBill? Can, can the government refund 
that purchase? No, unfortunately, that's not part of this program. We are kicking off the free currency reader now, so if you bought one before, you can come back and see us. You can get a free one now. Okay, no, that's great. I just okay. wanted to make sure that people understood that. That's yeah, great. no, that's an important uh, message to get out to the listeners. That's great. Now, will this handle foreign currency, like Canadian currency, for example? No, it reads just United States just currency. United States. It reads 1, 2, 5, 10, 20, 50, all the way up to the new 100. Okay, very good. Now, what's the longer-term strategy? Do you guys have a plan as to, we know that anything in the government takes time, especially probably with printing of money. It's a very complex process, and we hear all these stories about how complex the actual dollar bill is, for example, to you know handle counterfeiting and, and all of that. The I-bill, can it detect counterfeit bills? No, it cannot. It okay. just, it denominates currency. Okay, great. What is the longer-term strategy for the Bureau as far as a you know, accessible currency. Great question. I want your listeners to be assured that this new uh, currency reader is not in place of or in lieu of any other efforts that the Bureau of Engraving and Printing, uh, Federal Reserve, uh, Department of the Treasury are currently working on, which would be the proposed tactile feature and the iNote application that's downloadable on um, the iOS platforms for Apple products is not in lieu of anything else that we're working on. The Bureau, basically, as you said, we would redesign our currency for security reasons, and what we're doing is preparing the notes, our process, for to provide meaningful access. I think that your listeners and you all know that it's a highly complex task of developing not only a tactile feature, but also creating new security features that have to go on notes. Of course. So the tactile feature development is working parallel in cooperation, collaboration with whatever security features are going to end up going on the note. So the two paths are going parallel. For example, right now we've narrowed down three potential application methods to apply for the tactile feature on the currency. We're identifying the equipment that may be used to apply the feature, developing the specifications and requirements um, for whatever procurement package we might need to purchase the equipment, and then we have three applications that we're looking at. We have 16 security features we're currently looking at. Wow. Yeah. So that <laughs> it, it's a complex, complicated process because I think it's important to know that there's over $1 trillion in U.S. currency circulating around the world. Our currency is a worldwide currency, so we always want to make sure that whatever we put on that small piece of real estate, the Federal Reserve note, whatever goes on it's going to last, that it keeps the integrity of the Federal Reserve notes and people have the confidence to use our currency worldwide. Mm -hmm. So we have come up with, we're working on design concepts for what we call the next family of notes. That's what's in process now, which is going to have the, the proposed tactile feature, it's going to have new security features. Some of those security features are for the public, some of them are for law enforcement, some of them are for central banks. All of those things get put together and once we determine what the tactile feature is going to be, it gets passed off to the R&D group, the production group, to make sure that whatever feature we select can make it through the process and everything works together. Yeah, this will probably require even new minting 
machines and processes, correct? It, it very well could be. Yeah. It yeah. very well could. So what we're saying is that the very challenging process of developing features, no matter if it's for providing meaningful access or providing new security features to keep the integrity of our currency um, sound, or providing the latest technology of redesigned notes. All of those things are working in tandem currently, and the general design parameters for the next family of notes is currently being developed. I'm gonna say that the next family of currency will probably not be out before 2020. We did a white paper for the Senate Appropriations Committee last year, and in that white paper, it's available to download so everyone can take a look at the security feature process, the banknote process, the tactile feature development to give you an idea of where we are and what we're going through. We proposed in there that the $10 note would be the first note that would have a tactile feature on it with the caveat that if something happens to one of the other denominations, we might have to make a switch. And what by if something happens, that would be a security threat against a different denomination that might change us from doing the 10, but the 10 is the next note to be redesigned. Okay, that's great. I bet you the tactile portion of this change is, is very complex in that trying to design it such that it will withstand the wear of the bill, right? I mean, bills it, generally, you know, Everything happens to money. Yes. <laughs> Goes to the washing machine, you know, <laughs> you, you unfortunately. Know, yes, exactly. And going through the washing machine is actually one of the uh, durability tests that oh, we do. Oh, very good, yes. <laughs> so we, good. we actually put notes in uh, washing machines, and we also have this cute little crumpler machine that folds and, and crumples the notes. So that is also one of our durability tests. So the notes have to, to pass those tests before they can be um, show up in your wallets. Okay, very good. Well, this is fantastic news all about the new currency reader and the direction of the bills that we stick in our wallets. And this is a very exciting time for all of us in reference to being able to detect and know what we're carrying in our wallet safely and to be able to work with people in, in buying merchandise. And so this is, this is really great news. We commend you for your efforts. Thank you, Jeff. Yeah, thank you. Would you like to add anything else? Just for everybody to go to the website to learn about the Currency Reader Program, to learn about um, where the U.S. Government Currency Program is with development of a tactile feature, and that's where we're going to keep all the um, updated information for everyone. So thank you very much. Thank you, Don, very, very much. My pleasure. You're listening to the latest technology information from technology vendors at the 2014 ACB Convention on Main Menu. Hello everyone, this is Jeff Bishop and I'm back in the exhibit hall with Humanware and I have the pleasure of speaking with Damien. Hello Damien. Hi there, glad to be with you. Thank you very, very much. We were just talking about main menu and how it's one of the presets on the brand new Victor Reader Stream. So why don't we start with the uh, Victor Reader Stream. What's going on? What's new? In fact, it's a new firmware, right? Definitely. The new stream maintains all the great features of the old stream. So your tactile, keypad, ease of navigation, bookmarking, all those things. But it's actually thinner and lighter and fits in your hand a little better while maintaining the the overall size and spacing of the keys. So 
we didn't want to change what people liked about the old one. So the designers did a great job of that. Add to that, we've made a, a better speaker. The volume goes louder, and we're featuring the acapella text-to-speech. So those who are familiar with the new stream can attest that the, the voices are much better. It's a superior listening experience. Of course, we introduced Wi-Fi when the stream came out about a year ago. And at the time, people were saying, well, what can I do with it? And we could say, well, it makes updating your NLS authorizations easier and some things like that. But well, we'll be adding features with our software upgrades. And in fact, over the course of the year, we did that. So at this point, we have direct access to Bookshare. So if you have a Bookshare account, you can enter your credentials. And then if you have access to Wi-Fi, you're actually browsing by categories and when you find a book you like, press confirm, it downloads directly to your wireless bookshelf on the stream. It's very slick. Oh, that's great. search by author or title, or keywords, mm -hmm. phrases. So that's a, a, a really nice thing. Newsline direct access. Again, if you have an account, you enter your credentials one time. And then, whatever newspapers and magazines you put in your favorites list in your Newsline account, when you turn on your stream in the morning and you're in range of your Wi-Fi network, it automatically gives you your current edition. So every morning I get the New York Times and the New Yorker magazine, and I'm browsing through the paper with my coffee just you know it's, it's really beautiful no that's great now, the internet radio we we mentioned that ACB main menu is one of the presets we're actually working with a provider called Utunes OO Tunes yes I'm very familiar with that <laughs> 30 I don't remember the exact number but 36,000 give or take yeah it's a lot internet stations yep so we have a humanware playlist of presets uh, NPR BBC, ACB, Bunch of Music, the, the SPN radio, the, the Saratech Podcast mm -hmm. Network. Yep. Again, you can search for your favorite stations or uh, by topic or by city. And I mean, I honestly have yet to be denied. I and mean, I've, I've found all kinds of stuff to build my favorites bookshelf in the internet radio. Another thing that people may not be familiar with, we have a, a Wikipedia search feature. So as you're reading an article in the, the paper over your coffee and you come across a, a name or a, you know, a word, if you have access to that Wi-Fi network, you can actually search and it'll pull up Wikipedia articles and definitions for that, that word or phrase. So that's very, very slick. Now, we've been promoting the direct BARD access. So many people or iPhone users have been saying, well, I can download my BARD books directly to my iPhone. When are you going to do that on the screen? Well, we're very close. We are demonstrating a, a beta. We actually have a, a stream session here at the conference and we'll be showing this to, to folks. But we're maybe the end of July into beginning of August. 
we should have our next stream update and you'll have that direct bard access where you can go in browse the collection and find something you like press confirm and it'll download directly to your stream without having to go through a computer. So we're really excited about that. Oh, that's great stuff. And finally, um, podcasts. You're going to be able to subscribe to podcasts and download them directly to your stream. So a great product just keeps getting better. Yep, and, all the time. Uh, you know, we're, we've been thrilled that a lot of people have been taking advantage of our show special. And yes. Been, now, how long will that last? We're at the show, you know, until Wednesday, we're, we're definitely doing the, the free shipping, the $50 discount um, to $319, and the free Bookshare membership. My understanding is we'll maintain the $50 discount price um, into August, but uh, if you're not picking it up at the show, of course, we're going to have to charge you whatever your local sales tax and your... Uh, Love to charge shipping. On right. That. So it's okay. really the the best deal we can we can yep. do is at the show right now. Right. Right. Okay. Very good. And any other new uh, product announcements that you guys are making here at the show? Well, we we've been featuring our Prodigy uh, reading and magnification system that's mm -hmm. been out for almost a year now. But like the stream, we keep improving it with Great. free Wi-Fi updates mm -hmm. and. So this is something that is an Android-based system, uh, features full-page image capture, uh, one-touch um, OCR, uh, reading with or without speech, the ability to show uh, pictures and text in your preferred font and contrast at the same time. We also do something that uh, we've patented called Diamond Edge Text, where not only are we doing the OCR so that we can have it read automatically to you, but we're putting a letter-perfect font over your, your images so that when we magnify up to 80 times magnification, the image does not degrade at all. So you have letter-crisp, you know, diamond edge on your, on your test. Uh, on your screen so that's been a real game changer for us and it is really building humanware's reputation in the low vision space to to maybe come up to how we've been known for braille and, and book reading in the past so we would love for people to find out more about prodigy that's p-r-o-d-i-g-i Okay, great. The latest Keysoft upgrade 941. Oh, right, added yep. Added Nemeth math support. That's been mm -hmm. big in the education space. Also, the ability to read and navigate uh, PowerPoint presentations. Mm -hmm. Improved uh, web experience. You can change the, the web profile. So when you log on, um, it doesn't just look like a, a mobile device. You could tell it to... Pretend I'm a, I'm a desktop system or a smartphone. So different web profiles may yield a better experience on, on different web pages. So um, again, our, our Keysoft upgrades are free. So we're just encouraging people to get familiar with uh, what our products are doing and keep abreast and keep updating your units so that you always have access to the latest features. Yeah, great. Okay. 
And how can people reach out to you? Well, our website is very comprehensive. It's always a way to, to find frequently asked questions, uh, testimonials, specs, and all of that. But we also uh, have been doing more webinars, um, posting tutorials, and there's just a wealth of information about all of our products. There's links to find local dealers or get connected with whoever your local mm -hmm. humanware rep is. So www.humanware.com is a great starting point. Okay. Our 800 number, 1-800-722-3393. And of course, you can usually find us at whatever uh, conference, convention, um, there's usually a, a humanware booth and we always are happy to have people come by and we're usually able to help upgrade your stream or your braille node or what have you. So bring your humanware products by and we're always happy to chat with people in person. That's great. Well, thank you very, very much for your time. I really do appreciate it. Well, thank you, Mr. Bishop. Yep, thank you. Bye-bye. You're listening to the latest technology information from technology vendors at the 2014 ACB Convention on Main Menu. Hello everyone, this is Jeff Bishop with ACB Radio, and I'm here at the AI Squared, or what everyone would think of too, maybe as GW Micro's booth. <laughs> I know, it's all confusing, isn't it? All that changing stuff, all that kind of neat stuff. And Jeremy is here. Hey, Jeremy. Hey, Jeff. How's it going, my friend? Oh, it's going great. Thank you for uh, being here today. I really do appreciate it. Yeah, you bet. Anytime. Yeah, so you guys have had just an amazing year. I mean, you kicked things off with the, the whole Microsoft announcement about Office. Yeah. And, and, and then you shock the world again. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> it really makes, cool. me, makes me wonder what's next. <laughs> but uh, wait for it. Yeah, wait, wait. <laughs> so why don't you fill us in on, on some of the stuff going on? Well, just uh, again, for those who don't know, uh, AI Square and GW Micro merged a couple of months ago now. Uh, so we're now all one company. So we now have WindowWise and ZoomText and SiteQs all over, all under one umbrella. Uh, we've got our Fort Wayne office, our, our office in Vermont, our office in Cambridge, and uh, we're all the same people, you know, all the same offices. Uh, Dan uh, Weirich and Doug Joffrey are obviously still with us as well. So, um, so just in case people don't know about the merger, there's just a little bit. Of course, there's more information on our website about that as well. Uh, we're working heavily on Windowize 9, so we're working on uh, development with that. As a result of the merger, we've added engineering power to that, and uh, so we'll be seeing that come out uh, uh, sometime this year and uh, zoom text 10.1 for windows 7 is going to be out pretty soon so that's something to watch for oh that's great uh, that'll have support obviously for ie 11 and things like that yeah uh, and of course we continue to work on psyqs which is our uh, our method of providing both speech and magnification built into a website and so that's something that we continue to push forward on as well so Lots of good stuff going on as long as well as the uh, Windowize for Office offer. Uh, if you're not familiar with that, you can get Windowize for free if you've got Office 2010 or higher at Windowize for Office, WindowizeForOffice.com. Yeah, that's a, that, that was really exciting. And we're actually starting to see even universities even notice that. So very, very exciting stuff. Absolutely. 
Well, you know, I know you you may have to kill me after I, before I could leave the booth, but you mentioned some some numbers, and so I have to ask, you know. But we'll see how far we get here. What what what's new? What's coming in Window Eyes 9.0? We are completely rewriting our web support from the ground up. And uh, so it's taken us some time, but we want to do it right. We want to really set the bar for web, uh, a, a web browsing experience, web access for screen readers. And so all of the dynamic content uh, is going to work so much better, so much more smooth. It's, uh, it's really coming along very nicely, and I think everyone out there is going to be very happy with it when they see it. So that's our main thing for Windows 9. Oh, Other wow, stuff, that's great. Yeah, you just have to wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Okay, very good. And uh, now, many people have been asking on Twitter and other places about, you know, the, the merger. So you can, we can still find GW Micro products still at GWMicro.com? They're still at GWMicro.com. Uh, eventually, the websites will merge, and so GWMicro.com will go away, and AISquared.com will be the, the uh, uh, predominant uh, uh, website to go to. Sure. We're still in the process of all that, as well as social media. If you follow GW Micro on Twitter or you like us on Facebook, Make sure that you're also following AI Squared, so at A-I-S-Q-U-A-R-E-D. Uh, check them out on Facebook.com slash AI Squared as well. Uh, same phone number for GW that we had. You know, we'll still continue to work. Uh, our phone systems are just about merged, so you can call us at 802-362-3612. And, of course, AI Squared.com. We still have GWMicro.com. Uh, if you still want to prefer to call the Indiana office, pretty soon it's going to route you to the same number as the other. Uh, but right now you can still call 260-489-3671. Okay, good. And so you can still get to Aaron and all those great guys and Steve and Absolutely. all those great and guys that do support. For window eye support, support at gwmicro.com is still the key to go. And uh, okay. for Zoom Tech support, support at AISquared.com. And, and the email lists are still going? Email lists are still active. Yep, We're good. on keeping those around. Good, so, good. Uh, those are still up and, and uh, ready for you to subscribe. And if you haven't, go to gwmicro.com slash lists, L-I-S-T-S and yep. sign up for one of our uh, awesome free email lists. All right, great. Well, this is exciting. Uh, you guys are just amazing as far as shocking everybody. So and I'm sure you're going to continue to do that with lots of innovations. So We're looking forward to some big, new, and awesome things coming down. Yes, sir. All right, well, thank you very, very much, uh, Jeremy. It's been a pleasure to speak with you. Hey, always a pleasure having you here, Jeff. Thank you so much. You're welcome. This is Jeff Bishop with ACB Radio. You're listening to the latest technology information from technology vendors at the 2014 ACB Convention on Main Menu. Hello everyone and welcome to ACB Radio. I'm here with Barry Scheuer and he's got quite a lot of interesting stuff here to talk to us all about. All things for guide dogs and all kinds of things here. So, Barry, welcome to ACB Radio. Thank you, Jeff. And it's a really a pleasure to be with you. It's been a lot of years since you and I ran into each other. Oh, many, many years, yes. yes. Um, our company is Guide Lights and Gadgets. The Guide Lights are the doggy side of the business, as we say. And the company is owned by my partner, K.N. Rausch. And we have about 150 products for dogs that we concentrate on service dogs that range from both low-tech, bowls, leashes, safety lights, 
any kind of product that a dog can use, we have. Even some high-tech products that lights that you can clip to your dog's harness that will go on when it gets dark and go off when it gets light. Oh, so nice. That's though you use a USB port for charging. They're pretty cool. Oh. The gadget side of the house, my first love has always been low-tech electronics. Yeah. Some of you may remember that eight years ago when the Victor Stream came out, I did not like the volume of the unit. It was too low. Yep. So I went over to China to manufacture a speaker specifically designed for the Stream that actually we've sold thousands of and even ended up in Walmart. Um, now I don't do manufacturing, but we have about a hundred different gadget products, mostly headphones, speakers, a lot of iPhone, different kinds of unique iPhone cases, much more powerful than Mophie cases. They'll charge your iPhone up to three full charges. You can run an iPhone for a week on one of them. Uh, we also carry a lot of different power banks of different strengths, lipstick batteries that you can put in your purse and in your pocket. Uh, we carry a lot of cabling, iPhone cables uh, of different lengths. We carry, uh, I uh, we carry a lot of speakers, Bluetooth speakers, unique things, um, speakers that, for example, are cases that you can take one of your portal devices, put it in to protect it, and listen to it while you're traveling on a train or a bus or wherever. Oh, so that's great. what we do is I look for unique products. A lot of stuff we import from foreign countries, but I know my suppliers. Actually, our newest thing that we're most excited about this year are two products. One of them are 256 gigabyte flash drives. You know what? That is the talk right now of well, the convention right now, yes. actually. And the, and you, you do not know how many people have come up to me and said, well, have you bought one of those? Well, and they're in they're $60 for the 2.0 USB and $75 for the 3.0. And I can tell your listeners that the 3.0 ones, you will see them in stores for up to $400. We are very fortunate with our suppliers and good relationships mean good business and good pricing. So the other thing that we have is I've been looking for a really reliable four-port USB travel charger that doesn't blow up when you put an iPhone and iPad in it. Uh -huh. And this has a three-amp circuit, so it will charge both your iPhone and your iPad at the same time. Wow. What, what's its uh, rating on that? Huh? It's, it's rating a three-amp unit. Okay. So it will, it, will, it will take both units. It has four ports in it. It's very tiny. Plugs into a wall with a little extension cable, so okay. you're not looking for that. We love those. Those are our new products this year. The uh, And, again, we are always, you know, one of the things that's happened at these conventions over the years, people have asked me to find things. Last year, two years ago, it was find a single earbud of high quality for people who wanted to use a GPS system. We have those, and, uh, you know, we again, I find what our customers want because we look at electronic sources from all over the world. Oh, that's great. So, tell me more about this battery. Is it uh, how many f times will it charge the that's a uh, device? Three time. That is a three time iPhone charging battery. Okay. It has four thousand two hundred milliamp mAh's. Okay. Yeah. And your Mopies are usually about twenty five hundred. Okay. Um, we have two different styles of them. We have one that has a case cover and one that is just open. Okay. And they're different manufacturers, but uh, they, I use them myself. My partner uses them herself. And you know what we sell, we use. And right. we love those, we've been using them for a couple of years. The nice thing about our company is, we are electronic searchers. Somebody yep. comes, I mean, somebody came to me today and said they wanted something that they were never able to find. And I said, give me two weeks and I'll get you a unit. I mean, it's just, um, I get to spend an awful lot of time you know, in sort of, I get to work from the house, I, get to, I love electronics, I love searching for people. And if it's out there, we find it. That's great. And we That's try and keep stuff. everything we sell under $50. 
that's been our way. That's great. So do you have any specials going on at the show? Oh, we have tons of specials. Everything is actually, we're closing out, although I'm just about almost out of them, $5 really good quality earbuds. They are actually, I love City Lights, explosive bass. I've sold about 50 pair of them here. We actually even have a couple of $10 closeout, really high quality Bluetooth speakers left. We've carried these things for three years and we like to turn over our inventory. So those have sort of been our specials, but we're pretty much out of, of, out of that stuff because it's the fourth day of the convention. Of course. And it, or third day yep. of the, and it keeps yep. going. But pretty much anything here that we have is on special for the convention. We lower all of our prices because that's the way we think we do good business when we come to ACB. Yep. Now, now this will air on Main Menu, and so many of the people that will be hearing this will not actually have attended the convention. Let me give you contact info. Okay, good. Well, that's kind of where I was going, and I was wondering if any of the specials will extend to them. I probably have to charge shipping, but I will keep the prices the same if people look at our convention catalog online at www.guidelightsandgadgets.com. No ampersand. All ampersand. All words are spelled out. Right. And let me give you contact information. Okay, go ahead. Um, my name is Barry Scheuer, S-C-H-E-U-R. My partner is K-N, capital K-A-E, same word, capital A-N-N, Roush, capital R-A-U-S-C-H. You can reach us at 617-969-7500. And you say you heard about it on Main Menu, and we'll give you the special pricing that hangs over from the convention. Great. Thank you, Barry, so much. This has been fun. Appreciate it. You're listening to the latest technology information from technology vendors at the 2014 ACB Convention on Main Menu. Hello everyone on ACB Radio, this is Jeff Bishop and I have the pleasure of speaking with Justin here from Sprint and we're here to talk all about the new and exciting things happening at Sprint. Justin, welcome. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. And tell us a little bit about what you do at Sprint. I am a senior user experience designer at Sprint and what that means is I get to play with new hardware before anybody else sees it and make it a better experience so help it be more ergonomic help people understand that buttons need to be certain heights and that hardware needs to react in a certain way. The other part of what I do is software design. So I help shape the experience that is found inside the devices. Okay, so what you guys been up to? What you got to announce today? We've been very busy getting devices ready for launch here in the late bit of summer. So you may or may not have heard about the LG G3, which is a great device which has our accessible now setup wizard on it. Uh -huh. which if you're not familiar with it, what's great about that is that when you take the device out of the box and turn it on for the first time, it presents you a screen that gives you some details about TalkBack. If you haven't done anything within five seconds, what it does is it starts reading it to you. And it asks you to tap the screen twice if you want TalkBack to continue. It's a great way to turn on accessibility very early in the process so you understand everything that happens from that point. There's also a way to get to the rest of the accessibility settings to change or modify anything else you need on the device so that you can work with it how you want to. Great, okay. And I think that launches any second now, uh, depending upon, it might even have launched already, depending upon when this airs. And then I know that there's some newer stuff coming, 
and that uh, you actually brought some some phones here to the show. We have brought a big pile of phones to the show. So we have two offerings from Kyocera, both the Kona, which has been out for about a year now, and the Verve, both of which are our feature phones. The Kona is a, a flip phone that is completely accessible. It has even a described web browser. The Verve is a better version with a slide-out keyboard and kind of a candy bar format. On that one, since it's a little bit newer, we were able to upgrade the voice engine, so it sounds even better. It can enunciate things much clearer. It's a bit better all the way around. Other devices that we have floating around, we've got the Nexus 5. We've got Samsung Galaxy 5 floating around. The Optimus Flex, which is a huge flexy thing. It kind of looks like a banana. And a couple other things here and there. Yeah, that's great. Now, the, the Galaxy S5, of course, is really been a champion for accessibility on Android with a lot of its innovations. Do you want to talk about that? Sure. The Galaxy has some really cool stuff in it. So Samsung has been a great partner with this, like many of our OEMs have been, and they've offered a great way to re-skew the whole UI. So if you have a color blindness or if you have a, a contrast issue, you can define how the UI presents itself through a nifty little wizard that they've come up with because they have a dedicated home key. They've added a way to turn on and turn off TalkBack very quickly, uh, the triple tap of that home key. They have a persistent notification feature, which is pretty great. So if, if I'm in another room or it's loud or I can't see my device, it will keep chiming and vibrating away until I come back and notice that I've got a missed message. So instead of waiting on me to, to never see an LED, it, it constantly reminds me. Those are some of the highlights, I think, of that device. That's great. Okay. Now, what other services? And I know that you're more on the product end of things, mm -hmm. so you may not be able to answer this question, but what other services does Sprint offer to those individuals that are blind or visually impaired? We have the Relay Group, uh, so Sprint Relay, which offers interpretive services for the blind, low vision, and deaf groups. And they're a great organization that has been providing this service for about 25 years now. So if you're not familiar with it, and this is the part where I probably won't do it justice, if you're not familiar with the group, what, what happens is if you can call, you can text, you can email, and they will be that missing link for you. So if you're trying to communicate with a service that, that's just not there accessible-wise, they will take that slack up for you and help you conduct the business that you need. Oh, great. Okay. So does, does this include things like websites or, or services that you're using on your mobile device that may present, say, CAPTCHAs or anything like that, or is that... A little different. I believe that they will extend any help that you need. So if you're trying to get through, if you're trying to get through a particularly troublesome website, I believe they can help you with that. Wow, that's great. Captchas are kind of a big pain for everybody right yes, now, of no course. matter how you interpret the world. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, I think we're all looking for better ways for that. Great. Okay. Are you able to speak to what's coming? I know you know we have the the new phone that's just coming out now and. You know, what, what kind of direction are you guys heading in in reference to accessibility at Sprint? We are, so we're pushing forward for sure. We are, despite all of the things that we have done across the blind and the deaf space, we have so much work to do. We're constantly refining, we're constantly learning more. We're reaching out to great groups like the ACB to teach us more and to show us where gaps are so that we can make better products for everyone. That's great. Okay, Justin, well, thank you very, very much. And what are the best ways of reaching out to Sprint? You can go to Sprint.com and always contact us. Relay has their own website, which is SprintRelay.com, or come to any store.
Okay, and is there an accessibility number for Sprint? Do you know? There is, and I do not know what it is. That's quite all right. We'll we'll see what we can do about finding that out, and we'll include it in the show notes. Great. Great. All right, gentlemen, thank you very, very much for your time. I really do appreciate it, and uh, have a good rest of the show. Thank you for having us. This has been fun. You're listening to the latest technology information from technology vendors at the 2014 ACB Convention on Main Menu. You're listening to continuing coverage on site at the 2014 ACB Conference and Convention in fantastic Las Vegas, Nevada. I'm Brian McKellen, and I'm here with Randy Smith. He is the Senior Vice President and Chief Administrative Officer and Counsel for Regal Entertainment Group. Regal operates the largest movie theater circuit in America. That's over 7,000 screens in more than 42 states. Randy joins us to talk about Regal's caption and describe features and movie offerings for the blind. Hi, Randy. Hey, how are you doing, Brian? I'm good, and you? Good, dude. Thank you for having me. Randy, before we get into the subject of accessibility at Regal Entertainment Group Theater, tell me more about the company. Sure. Uh, Regal was founded in 1990 by uh, primarily an individual named Mike Campbell from uh, East Tennessee who uh, had a dream to open a few theaters and uh, run them for the rest of his life and Within a short period of time, probably uh, five or six years, he had the largest theater circuit in the country, and up until 2002, it was called Regal Cinemas, and in 2002, it, it merged with uh, United Artists and Edwards and became Regal Entertainment Group. And as you said, today, we're the largest theater chain in the country. That's great. Tell me more about your roles as Senior Vice President and Chief Administrative Officer and Counsel with Regal. Well, as you can tell, it's a kind of a nebulous title there uh, because I do uh, wear a lot of hats here. I uh, handle most of the company's general litigation as well as oversee the HR, payroll, risk management, security, and training function. I'm also engaged on the uh, philanthropic side of the company as a board member of the Regal Foundation. And uh, as you might imagine, and part of what I do here involves accessibility, and as, as a consequence of that, I have uh, spent a considerable amount of time over the last 10, 15 years working to uh, hopefully create complete access for all shows and all showtimes for uh, individuals that may be deaf, hard of hearing, or blind. Yeah, and Regal's got some unique captioning and descriptive video features. One of these features is closed caption film. Tell me more about this feature. Sure. Well, for years... Uh, the only viable option for the deaf or hard of hearing was open captions, and, and there's nothing wrong with open captions except it was difficult to get the product early on, and then as time and technology improved a little bit, you got a little more product. But open captions literally are where the captions are on screen where everybody in the audience can see them. We, we worked very hard with the film studios and manufacturing companies to develop an integrated personal captioning system or a closed captioning system and at the same time to develop a system that would allow us to provide what we call today descriptive video. How about rear window and opening cap open caption? Tell me well, more about those quickly. Well, rear window would be considered the very first personal captioning system. It had been around for uh, some time, um, you know, with mixed reviews. 
uh, and was very expensive. But uh, as we approached, uh, you know, the conversion to digital projection system and technology improvements, as we all know, they, it changes so much in a very short period of time here, um, better opportunities presented themselves. So the rear window is still a viable option. It's still out there today. I'm not certain the extent that it's used. You mentioned the audio-described movie. What's audio description, and how can our listeners use this feature at Regal? Okay, well, the, the uh, audio description is, is a little bit different take uh, for, for, for those individuals that uh, are blind or have some visual impairments. They, they have the opportunity now to come to a movie, and while they may be able to hear everything uh, that's happening and what the dialogue is on screen, often enough times during feature films there are, are situations where there is activity on the screen, but, but there's no dialogue to understand exactly what's going on. So while you're in the auditorium, and if you request a pair of our headsets for this, you'll wear a pair of headsets that basically will distribute uh, description as what's going on to the screen. So, for example, if, it, if there's two people having an argument, the, the individual wearing the headset can certainly hear the argument, but then one rushes off, and jumps in their vehicle and tears out of the parking lot, they don't necessarily know what's going on until they hear tires screeching. So with this, while you're listening to the movie, when it gets to that scene, it will say, you know, John then rushes away and jumps in his vehicle and tears out of the parking lot. It gives you that visual description that you may otherwise miss. You mentioned the headset. Where can our listeners get those? Well, when you come into a theater, uh, you go to the guest services. Uh, most of them have them. If, if they do not, all you need to do is ask somebody at the box office, uh, and they will get one of these for you. Now, we use the Sony Access system, and so it's a multi-use system. You get one receiver, and that receiver can be used for descriptive audio, or it can be used for the caption glasses, or just for assistive listening devices. But when you make that request, the uh, manager or the staff member will ask you for your ticket, and some, some information that we log down. But uh, when they they will also ask for your ticket so they can see what an auditorium is, and then they'll program it. So literally all the user needs to do is then get into the auditorium, and when the feature starts, that, that data will be distributed to the auditorium, and it automatically picks it up. How can our listeners find out the latest information about described and captioned movies at Regal? Well, the quickest way is to go to the national uh option, which is Fandango.com. Uh, it'll have a listing for all of our theaters, regardless of where you live, and uh, my understanding is the, uh, the, the site is accessible, and it will say on there whether accessibility devices, it'll be by the uh, feature itself, it'll say accessibility devices available, and at that point, uh, um, and I'm sorry, I'm not familiar exactly how it works now, because I know they upgraded it, it used to be you'd have to hover over that section, and it would tell you if it had captions or descriptive video, uh, it would say captioning, personal captioning devices available, or it would say personal descriptive video headsets available. So you got to look for those two things, because every now and then you'll get one of these one-offs that may not have descriptive video for that particular feature. But again, for the most part, you know, 99% of your, your major films are going to have this accessibility. Other, other than Fandango, there's still some markets that we advertise in local newspapers or local media, so it would be listed in there also as accessibility device. And, of course, anytime you're uncertain, they can always call the theater directly or their local theater directly. Randy, this information will encourage our listeners to come and check out Regal Theater and catch the latest blockbuster film. Thanks for joining us today. 
No problem. And I would like to say uh, just in passing that uh, a lot of what we've accomplished over the years was through the help of a lot of individuals in the field and advocates in the field, uh, two of which are, uh, I, I would like to, to acknowledge, and that would be Brenda and Dan Dillon, as many of you all know them. And of course, unfortunately, Brenda passed last year, but we miss her very much. And these people uh, spent a lot of time uh, both helping me understand what was needed as well as going to the movies very frequently. So it is a great option. Uh, it's a great entertainment value, so I hope to see you guys at the movies. I'm Brian McKellen of ACB Radio, and you've been listening to my interview with Randy Smith of Regal Entertainment Group. You're listening to the latest technology information from technology vendors at the 2014 ACB Convention on Main Menu. Hello everyone, this is Jeff Bishop with ACB Radio here at the 2014 Annual Convention of the American Council of the Blind. I'm here with David from Envision America here in the exhibit hall. Good uh, morning, David. Good morning, how are you? I'm doing well. Well, what's new with you guys? Uh, we have scriptability, which uh, most of you are, uh, ACB members are familiar with Script Talk. Uh -huh. which is our audio prescription reader. Yes, I have one. Scriptability uh, gives three different options. So you have the script talk, which is the text to speech. Then we also have Braille, uh, which is uh, could be accessible as well. And then we also have large print. So we try to cover all three ranges that the access board feels that it's necessary for uh, customers to have access to their prescriptions. Oh, okay, great. Okay, and uh, now, did that just come out this year? Uh, the scriptability came out uh, late last year. Okay. Uh, so yes, it's, it's it's new to most of the members of the ACB. Okay, that's great. Any other uh, exciting new products? Uh, we still have our ID Make Quest. Yep. Uh -huh. um, Very popular product. Some of the things we're doing with that is it retails for twelve ninety nine. We're doing a payment plan, uh, two hundred down, a hundred a month, no interest. Oh, great. And so you just need to contact our office and you can take advantage of that uh, special offer as well. Okay, no interest uh, in all of that? No. That's great. Yeah, that's neat. Okay. And anything else? No, those are the two. Uh, okay. Hopefully in the in the near future we have projects we're in the works right now. Great. Uh, but nothing to release, but look forward to having some new stuff okay. come out by Envision America. Great. How can people get a hold of you? So they can contact us on, uh, via phone at 1-800-890-1180, or they can contact us via web, and our website is Envision, so it's www.envisionamerica.com. All right, David, thank you very, very much. Appreciate your time. Oh, thank you, and you have a good day. You're listening to the latest technology information from technology vendors at the 2014 ACB Convention on Main Menu. Hello everybody, this is Jeff Bishop with ACB Radio and I'm here at the Duxbury booth. Hello Dan. How you doing? I'm doing great. So. What's all new at Duxbury this year? Well, our current version is 11.2. 
Um, that version uh, is able to actually back translate Nemeth Mathematics from Braille back to print using really? a LaTeX uh, reader of some kind. Interesting. So that's one of the newest things we have. Um, it's also able to, to work in our the current Windows environments, Windows 7, Windows 8.1. Oh, okay. We're also able to uh, bring in multiple uh, files, um, including Excel spreadsheets nowadays. Um, oh, now how do those translate? Uh, it gives you actually multiple options on how to bring in a table. Um, it's not the it's not a perfect thing. The problem is with spreadsheets is that when the way people create them. Well, of course, yeah, you um, never know what you're going to get. Exactly. You, know, <laughs> you get you know 300 columns, and all of a sudden you're asking Duxbury to do it. It's it's, it's tough. Yeah, but, yeah. That, so you have yeah, you need really ways. wide braille paper. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, also, a big thing nowadays is the NIMAS, the Daisy files that are coming yes. from publishers. Yes. Uh, so we do have a product called uh, NimPro that allows you to then bring in those files. Okay. Um, we also are coming out eventually, and hopefully this year, with a new Mac version. Oh, I was just going to ask about the Mac version. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people are really asking about it. Now that the Mac version has become much more accessible and, and a lot more used, is something that we've been working on and hope to have a new release within the next year. Oh, that's, that's exciting news. That's great stuff. All right. Well, Dan, how can people find out more about you guys? Well, they can certainly call us at 978-692-3000. Um, you can go visit our booth here, um, which would be great, uh, booth number 39. Mm -hmm. um, if, you, if you're sending us an email, you can send an email to info at duxis.com, or if you want to order, to orders at duxis.com. And our website is DuxburySystems.com. And what is the price of your Windows and Mac products? Well, I can't be sure of the Mac version right now since it's not out, but our Windows product is not is $595. Yep. And if you've ever had a Windows product and you need to upgrade, there's certainly upgrade paths for that. Okay, very, very good. Dan, thank you very, very much. I appreciate your time. My pleasure, thank you. This is Jeff Bishop with ACB Radio. Well, we do want to thank you for being with us this week here on Main Menu and hope you'll join us back here again next week on Main Menu. You have a great week and we'll see you soon here on Main Menu.